Welcome to the Get Rick Podcast with Aaron. We are back with the Rick Rate Rated R Podcast. And we're back with our top eight point guards of the 1990s. Yes. I'm just going to throw mine out there real quick. Do it. And you can do your do, your stick. Do it. I had a tough time because there are a lot of people that played the entire decade and put up solid overall numbers. Mm-hmm. Then there's some people that didn't play the whole decade but fucking, you know, would lead the league in assists or just were stars, you know? Yep. So, in that vein, number eight, I'm going with a longtime guy, Mookie Blaylock. He led the league in steals per game twice mm-hmm. during that. He only had one all-star appearance, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was basically a, about a 14 to 15 point guy, seven assists for the decade. So he put up some fucking numbers over time if he played a whole decade. He had high water marks, 5.3 rebounds, 9.7 assists, right? Maxed yeah, out. Maxed bad. out 17.4 points. Mm-hmm. And he, like I said, played the whole fucking season. I mean, the whole decade practically. And one <laughs> season he had 2.9 threes a game. It's funny, though, looking back, they didn't shoot that many threes compared to nowadays. Yeah. Anyway, number seven. Another guy that played a lot of years. I have Rod Strickland. I think he led the league in assists 97 to 98. Mm -hmm. He had six other seasons that he had at least 8.6 assists per game. Mm -hmm. And his points ranged from 13.8 to a high of Mm 18.9. But no all-stars. Whole decade. Not a single fucking all-star selection. He was one of those OG street baller types. Mm. Like he wasn't a three-point shooter at all. No. Not he that good a traveled around the league pretty well. Like he was on the Nets. Mm-hmm. He was on the Spurs. But he could play, though. <clears throat> Boy, he could ball. Definitely. Could play. Always kind of a fantasy fan favorite after, like, the first mm. top five go. Yep. Yep. He's always good for point, points and assists. Oh, you're talking about in Royce's thing, right? Yeah. That... that. The old school game he needs to revive. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> and plug in all the fucking seasons since then. Yep, yep. <laughs> that was number seven. Number six. Only played five seasons, had two All-Stars, but rookie year had 7.7 assists per game. Two-time All-Star, and I think he led in assists in 1988-99 season. Pretty good rebounder. You know who it is, right? I don't know if you're talking about the greatest rebounding point guard not named Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd. <laughs> yeah, could be that guy. That's my number six. If he had more seasons, I, he'd easily move up the list, I think. If Homeboy had a good jump shot. You know what's funny? His three-point percentage is not horrible, though. Because at the end, that's all he shot was threes. <laughs> so as, as, he, as his skills degraded, he became a yeah. better and better three-point shooter. But he still, his regular field goal percentage was pretty shitty, though. Yeah. His high water mark in the 90s was 44.4%. God. Lowest among players not named Mookie Blaylock. But guy was good, though. Great. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Part of the fun police. (laughs) All right, next up, number five, into my top five. Also did not play the whole... Decade mm-hmm. Played a lot of it, though. He had three All-Stars as a point guard, and one season he was noted as a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. But I got my boy Penny. And for me, Hardaway. Lil Penny. Stole Tyra Banks away. <laughs> he was never a huge assist guy, though. But he could put up some points. He was a playmaker. Solid well, rebounder. He was he was proto-Kobe 
before Kobe. Mm. Except he was the primary ball handler for Orlando. Mm-hmm. He was great. He was stricken a lot by injuries after a while. Yeah, though. such that a shame. But if we're doing like fake fantasy sports, he might be the guy because he was what six seven, yeah, six, and he could jump, he could play, make. He was supposed to be the future Magic Johnson at that yeah. point, but yeah. career cut relatively short due to injuries or too bad. Yeah, or his trajectory was limited. We'll say mm. I don't think he it's cut short per se, but so I think we all know who's left. Just depends on your order. Mm-hmm. But my number four, one of the great Kevin Johnson. Three-time All-Star mm-hmm. was probably would have been more if he didn't play with his other guy in the same conference. Dunked on Akeem. Oh yeah, that was a nice one. Dunked on Akeem. Uh, that was a nice dunk. <laughs> I don't know if you got a push off. I know, but yes, it was. But not a great shooter though. Three like three points, right? He didn't really three point. He wasn't really shot. a three-point shooter. One point three was the high as a field goal shooter. Fifty-one percent. Mm. So. Probably lethal around the basket. Yeah. And 87% at the free throw lines. All right, my number three, another Hardaway, Timmy. Wow. Five-time All-Star. I basically bumped him up because he has a pretty decent three-point shot. Not bad. He he was was ahead of his time. Yeah. With that ugly knuckleball rotation. (laughs) (laughs) He of the UTEP two-step. He is good, man. He had a killer crossover back in the day. Yeah. Boom. God. He was like the... Patent holder, I think. Yeah. Another member of the Fun Police. Yes. And, of course, number two, another five-time All-Star in a decade, the Glove. Wow. GP. Impressive. Had, I had to go with him, though, just uh, above Hardaway, just in yeah, defense with championships, right? And he's the bigger guy. He talked trash to Michael Jordan mm. in the playoffs, right, in the finals. and I mean, mm. he, didn't, he didn't contain him. He slowed him but down. But he slowed him down. Yeah. Which, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to respect a guy who ran his mouth as prolifically <laughs> as Gary Payton. As ugly as his shot was, mm-hmm. like, he was worse than Jason Kidd's shot. Talked mad trash. Fellow Oregon State Beaver. Loved that guy. I'm surprised he would have been second. Really? He didn't put up big assist numbers. Yeah, but fuck, he was just, I don't know, man. You got to go with. He, he wouldn't be a liability, you know? Mm. I feel like Hardaway was good, but... He wasn't known for a defense... He was no. known as a defender paying Hardaway. That, that's what I would say, yeah. And then number one, eight-time All-Star in the decade. Yeah. Led the league in assists seven times. I mean, he led the league in steals one time. He had three steals a game once, too. Yeah. So, John Stockton. Two-time just, dream teamer. Yeah, just the white boy dream right there. The prototype, yeah. in terms of pure <laughs> point guard, mm-hmm. he could arguably be the prototype. Wasn't a three-point shooter. But decent percentage, though. But he was... He just, didn't shoot a lot, but... But he he shot 54.8% from the field. Mm. Damn. That's, like, as good as centers. Free throw percentage was good, too, right? 84.6. So, yeah. he's pretty much automatic. Yeah. I mean, that's so efficient. He only averaged 17 points, but he... You know, Stockton to Malone, Stockton to Malone, Stockton yeah. to Malone. Oh, fuck. He averaged 17 points, right? Mm-hmm. If he's dishing out 12 assists a game, that's leading to another, yeah. what, 24 points at, at least. least. Right, yeah. <laughs> Some of them got to be threes, so fuck, you're looking at contributing 40-something points a game right half, there. That's half the game right there, yeah. right? So He yeah. was great. So what did you have? Stockton number one. Mm-hmm. 
Jason Kidd number two since I love Jason oh, Kidd. Oh man, I love the rebounding. He's he was he was the igniter uh, on the fast break. Above Gary Payton and Timmy Hardaway. Kevin Johnson was third because in terms of pure assist numbers, and he got his scoring. High watermark, 22.5. Yeah. Well, and plus you like the dunk over Olajuwon. Plus I like the dunk over Olajuwon. <laughs> Four was Gary Payton. I was surprised you went high on Gary Payton. I, mm. The detraction was initially in his career, he wasn't a passer. Mm. As he evolved into the better player that he was. Mm. Then he became an assist guy. That was my knock on him. That's why I put him four. Number five, Timmy, UTEP two-step. Yeah. He's almost like a proto-Steph Curry in some respects. Mm-hmm. Less threes, but he went to the rack. He, he took guys to the rack, right? Yeah. Crossover yeah. rack. So he was averaging 23 points a game, and he shot 47% from the field. That's still pretty good. You know, four rebounds, 10 assists. For a six-foot guy, right? Yeah. Six-foot nothing out of UTEP. Oh. You got to respect that. Number six, his bro, Penny. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just love the size. Yeah. You know, six, seven-point six, guard. Seven. Lethal. Before the before his time, man. Yeah. Plus, he had surgeries that crippled him. Number seven, Rod Strickland, street ball guy. Number eight, Mark Jackson. Well, Mark Jackson. Action yeah. Jackson with a stupid <laughs> ass wiggle. Hated that because he was he, he played it for the Knicks. He was yeah. kind of a blue collar guy. Knicks yeah. Pacers. Pacers. Uh, a little he, bit. He was the exact guy I was thinking about. Where he played the whole decade. Pretty decent team success, but just the, the numbers didn't really stand. Yeah. What are you, average like 12, 13 points maybe? Yeah. His high watermark is 14.4. Mm. You know, 11 assists, you know, good rebounder, not big on the steals, didn't shoot threes, not a good... He never made an all-star game. You know, Mark Price, like you said, he was that white boy good. Yeah. You know, he shot 2.13s. He made 2.13s a game, three all-stars. His um, high marks were pretty good, too, yeah? Yep. 10.4 assists, 2.6 yeah. steals. Then we get to Darren O'Shea Blaylock, or, or the team name that Pro Jam was supposed to have been. What? The Mookie Blaylocks, yep. Really? Yep. <laughs> they, that's what they called themselves initially, the Mookie yeah. Blaylock. Number 11, I put Kenny Anderson. He had good seasons. 18.8, mm-hmm. 9.6 assists, decent rebounds, one all-star game. And then I put Terry Porter because all these lists had Terry Porter in it. Yeah, and I, was, I, I did to, see him. I had to I be like, him. what's so good about yeah. Terry Porter? But hey, he had his high water mark, 18.2, 9.1 assists, two mm-hmm. steals, 1.83s. I think if you look up one of those lists, they give a lot of credence to the to- the accumulation of stats and the full win shares and all that kind of stuff yeah. for the full decade. So yeah. I think that's why they'll have people like Terry Porter... Yeah. Mark Price, Mark Jackson, above people like I think Hardaway it, and Jason Kidd and yeah. stuff like that. Because they didn't play the full season. Yeah. yeah. But to me, I'm like, fuck, if I'm building my team, who am I going to want first? Penny and Kidd or fucking... Uh, Terry Porter. Terry Porter <laughs> or Mark Jackson. Like, yeah. We were in that decade. We, we saw Penny. Mm-hmm. We were like, that's the future. And when Penny went to Phoenix with Jason Kidd, we were like, oh, damn. Yeah, but and, he wasn't the same anymore yeah, already. and that was short-lived, but <sighs> Penny was a game-changer. And, mm-hmm. and Penny Penny could have won with Shaq, because you know, I don't know if you ever saw those those mm-hmm. shows where they talked about, like, they they didn't humble themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just young. And, yeah. Because yeah. Penny was Kobe, right? Penny was could have been 
Kobe, same same type of player, same size. Yeah, I don't think he had the shot, though. But he was also still relatively young, too, right? True. And Kobe, I don't know if he was the killer Kobe could ever... No, Nobody on that... Um, Nobody not named Jordan is the killer Kobe. Yes. Yeah. So, you know. Black Mamba. There, there's only two of them like them in the history of the NBA that we've seen. Yeah. Jordan and Kobe. When we see the third one, <laughs> that'll be the end of the world. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. You know, I was watching this um, on the TikTok and stuff. They have some mm. people that put basketball memes up and then mm. they have like this, oh, pick, you know, the team from... The fucking uh, this decade or whatever, who who would win? You know, they mm. show sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, whatever. Mm. And then the nineties one, the lineup was Hakeem Olajuwon, Karl Malone, Charles Barkley, Jordan, and Stockton, right? Ooh, yeah. So I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, bro, you could probably take out Karl Malone and Charles Barkley, put in Rodman and Pippen, and you <laughs> you wouldn't lose a beat. <laughs> You know, because you don't need the scoring out of the power forward. You got the rebounding and defense, pipping the defense, the assists, and all that shit like that, and fucking Stockton, Jordan. I I think that team would be better. Well, people don't realize fucking, well, Jordan had all this fucking, you know, people with him and stuff. But you got, I mean, people got to imagine, Elijah Wan was... Beastly back then. I mean, if if everybody thinks Embiid is good, Mm. I mean, if everybody thinks KG is good... That's Elijah Wan. And imagine if Elijah Wan played now, how much he would he would crush dudes. Oh yeah. Because oh, he, he could yeah. hit the he could hit the outside three, take him to the post, crush him on the post. Yeah. <laughs> the dream shake. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> he was teaching Kobe to do the dream shake. Mm. <laughs> like imagine that. Like a seven footer teaching a guy how to yeah. do that fade. Because that was unst- as much as as unstoppable as Kareem Skyhook was. I mean... The dream shake was... Lethal. You gotta hope he misses. Yeah. You're not blocking that shit. And he was... He, he was one of the few quadruple double guys. Right? Mm-hmm. Blocks. We're, we're always gonna pick the 90s. Right? <laughs> Maybe the 2000s. Maybe the 2000s. Because 2000, you can start adding LeBron James to it. Yeah, but he was... I think 2000s had, what, Kobe, Shaq, Iverson... See, you'd say Tim, Tim Duncan, Duncan, Kevin Garnett. I don't know if Garnett was on it. It's just the versatility well, of your big man. Shaq is dominant without question, but if you're going to run like a speed situation, because mm. when Shaq went up against Hakeem, but that was Shaq Young versus yeah, yeah. the vet Hakeem, but Hakeem ate his lunch. Hakeem against anybody, you're going to put him against any big man ever. Even to Embiid, he would squash Embiid. He would, yeah. But like Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, those are... I mean, those are those are the generation right after it that watched the dream shake. So LeBron becomes a game changer. <laughs> Robinson should have been better. Well, he had back injuries. Plus, mm-hmm. plus he had Hakeem Patrick Ewing. Yeah, which was always rough. Plus, he was always in the shadow of oh, let's see Michael Jordan. Everybody, right? Once Jordan yeah. left in two years, Hakeem's like it's my time. <laughs> yeah, because Chuck Barkley undersized, six four, power forward. Yeah. You know, like you said, you put Rodman, 6'8", elite rebounder. Both guys dominant in their own way. We're always we're, we're always going to side with the 90s. I think so. Yeah. But I think 90s, 2000s, I think are going to be... that. Those are the two years that I'll look at most fondly in terms of 
just all around teams. Yeah. Just you know, people are pretty much in the moment about the stupid Golden State Warriors. They're garbage trash. <laughs> the Bulls would eat their lunch <laughs> straight up because Draymond would have got tossed. Mm. Robin would have got in his head. He'd rent so much space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rent free. Rent free. And then you'd have Jordan on... Curry? Cape. Okay. Right. Put Jordan Pippen Curry. on Clay. Durant's on that one or the other one? Next one. Oh, wait. The 73 win team? Was that? That was Durant, too. See, but they yeah. also had Ron Harper. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, true. so you got yeah. Ron Harper. You got mm. Kukoc. You yeah. can flex on him. <laughs> Pretty much. Right, and then center, Bill Whittington. Well, fuck. It's not like... Golden State yeah. not a dominant center either, so... The mismatch would be probably Pippen versus Durant. Not say a mismatch, but that would be... Their best option. Yeah, who's going to win that one? If, yeah. if if Durant always won, but Pippen was too strong, man. But then still, you got to keep up with them, too, yeah. because... Fucking... Who's going to stop Jordan on that team? Yeah, because you... You'd who's, put, who's even going to slow him down? Because you'd probably... I bet... Probably at that point, Durant would switch to Jordan. Mm, but then Pippen, but he's not fast enough to. Yeah, cover but then him. at that point they're just gonna post up whoever's against Steph Curry and crush him. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just put Pippen in the post and then just dissect him. Yeah. Well, it also depends. You're playing twenty twenty twenties rules mm. or nineties rules. Yeah, nineties yeah. uh, rules. <laughs> Jordan was getting punched out in the air yeah. <laughs> by the. Yeah, and, and that was just a foul. That was just a foul, <laughs> That was too. just a foul. That wasn't, wasn't, even, even a, wasn't even a two. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're playing like that, I mean, Draymond would probably be just swinging at Robin. Right? <laughs> just, just, they'd just be punching each other in the face, right? Like, just double fouls. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're playing with the 2010s rules, you know, could Jordan then keep up on threes? That would be debatable. Probably not. That, but that'd be the only way you Unless win, they right? fucking let Kerr shoot the whole time. Yeah. Well, you live or die by the three at that point yeah. with the with the Golden State Warriors. But Jordan was just... Wasn't there one season Kerr shot like over 500 from the three-point line? Yeah. Like shot 5-1-5, I think. <laughs> Who are you going to double, Jordan or Steve Kerr? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, <laughs> here's a problem. Oh. Uh, Pippin, <laughs> Pippin's driving the lanes. Kerr's just standing there. <laughs> you got one job, Steve Kerr. <laughs> Don't fuck up. <laughs> There's a million of you <laughs> in this he world. Must have had the fucking most open look <laughs> in yeah. the history. Jordan drives double team. <laughs> Pippin drives double team. Ron Harper drives sometimes double team. <laughs> Steve Kerr's like B.J. Armstrong, Steve Kerr, Craig Hodges. Mm, oh yeah, he was a three point. Three-point yeah. shot winner, yeah. too, huh? Yeah, but his ass talked too much shit, right? <laughs> his his mouth wrote checks that his body couldn't cash. <laughs> so we can find many of you, right? So, uh, see, 90s is that golden age. I'm sure yep. 2000s will be tough. Yeah. There's some good ones, but not the same as... I don't think it's the same as the 90s. Because there are some people that came in at the late 90s that I almost decided to put in. Mm. Almost like Allen Iverson. The Starberry, Starberry, <laughs> like they, I mean, they were close. That they were, they were slowly able to almost come in in the nineties, right? Mm. But they didn't put their body of work. You know, that wasn't their greatest body of work. Right, three years. So good list. Thank you for joining us for the greatest decade ever. Yes, <laughs> we'll be back next week to review the two thousands <laughs> point guards, the best eight ever. 
And uh, yeah, join us then and reminisce along with us. Okay, goodbye.